Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. Annie Carnathan, welcome to all of our listeners uh, for Grit and Gravitas. Always good to see you. Makes my day. We're super excited to have a new guest, and we kind of discovered our youngest guest. And I say that in the most powerful, positive way possible uh, as a supreme We've had a lot of beautiful guests. She's also beautiful. I will (laughs) tell you. So if you're listening, you got to go view, right, to check that out on YouTube. You got to go to YouTube, yeah. (laughs) Um, Candace Scalise, welcome Thank to the you. Grit and Gravitas uh, podcast studio. Yeah. We're excited to hear more of your story. You are no stranger to the camera. That's right. I love being on TV. <laughs> so I kind of feel That's like why I chose it as a profession. <laughs> That's it. This is a role reversal. Love it. It is. So I'm rarely in the interviewee seat. I know. <laughs> this is kind of, I kind of love this. We're, mm-hmm. we're the, usually me or my team is on, right. on the opposite side, you know, in the wings, supporting clients who are being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the tables turn a little bit. So. I know. I'm excited. Oh, good, And good the joint joy. is already jumping. Tons of energy <laughs> flying around in Yes, here, it so. is. Yes, it is. So um, we're, again, welcome. We're excited to hear a little bit about your backstory. So you are a news anchor at yes. CBS 21. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit. This is not, this is your second uh, city you have been in or third? Third. This is third. my third. Yeah, I okay. think about that. Yes, I've been in the business 11 years. Wow. Started out straight out of college as a reporter. And I always wanted to be on Good Morning America. That might <laughs> still happen. I uh, haven't decided yet. Well, this might be, like, this is the angle you could then, yeah. you know, connect with Ginger Z. Because 100%. Then, yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, it looked like, I always wanted to be happy at work. I wanted Good. to have fun and I wanted to enjoy it. From high school, I would always ask people, what do you do for a living? Do you enjoy it? Because you work a lot, right? Yes. 40 hours a week, yes. at least most of the time. So I was like, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy it. What could I do? And I just, I remember sitting in college orientation thinking, you have the rest of your life ahead of you. I mean, you can really do whatever you want. Right. I was like, I want to be a news anchor. (laughs) So it took a while. I reported, (laughs) I've edited, I produced, I did a little bit of everything. I finally got my anchor gig as a weekend anchor, my first television market in Mobile, Alabama. Ooh. Started there, worked there for about three years. I really wanted to be a talk show host. And they said, how about you do the weekend anchor morning show? We're going to create one. And I said, ah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But I did. So I they're going to create it for you. So you were the first one. It was the first one. We launched that show with well, that's me. That's exciting. We it like was first. exciting. We yeah. like first. Then my career took me to uh, Columbia, South Carolina. That was my first full time morning anchor gig. So that was like, this is what I want to do. This is my dream job. And then four years later, my husband and I moved up here to Mechanicsburg. <laughs> He's from here. Family's here. Yes. There's a morning anchor job. And I still have days where I'm like, Sitting on the desk, talking to the meteorologist, talking to the reporter, and I'm like, oh, "This is cool. 
This is fun. Good for you. I mean, it's hard work. Yeah. And uh, it's odd hours. I wake up at 2 a.m. every day. I was going to say, share with <laughs> people. When you say morning news desk, yes. uh, most people don't understand what your my schedule. what your work day is yeah. compared to the rest of us. This is the end of my work day right now as we're recording around 2.20. Yes. So I wake up at 2 a.m. I'm Ugh. at the studio by about 3, 3.15. Can I say you look fabulous for Thank waking you. up at that hour? Like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but I get my sleep. I mean, I am, yeah. I have become the older I've gotten. That. Yes. I've realized how much sleep is important and that sacrificing the fun things at night is worth it if I'm going to have a good day the next okay, day. Okay. That's kind of a business vitamin right there, mm-hmm. Annie. Sleep is important. I think we've talked about that in a few other podcasts. But obviously from where I sit at my age, sleep is real. Health is important, but right. sleep, uh, I think we discount uh, uh, what that means to our overall health. Oh, 100%. Because I can tell such a difference, even broadcasting on air, how I look, how I feel, mm-hmm. my energy level in the morning, if I go to bed at 6 p.m. versus 8 p.m. And that's only two hours. So I you're mean, going to bed at six. I go to bed at six. Yeah. So, so my, is that a struggle with the daylight issue going on? Like, blackout curtains and sleep masks. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, it works. Yeah. I've done mornings for six or seven years now, oh my and word. I love it um, because I have the afternoon where I can do fun things right. like this. Right. But yeah, sleep's important, and I, I think it's taken me a while to realize how to balance work life and fun, mm-hmm. and realize when I'm at work, I need to work. After yeah, work, right. when I have free time, you can still have that fun side. You can right. still go out with friends. You just need to separate them sometimes to make sure that, like, when you're actually at work, get it done so you can have fun later. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah, and, and I, I think everything is a choice. Oh, Life mm-hmm. is about yeah. creating choices. Mm-hmm. People who have ultimatums, who have less choices, a, a good night of sleep for me changes my entire yeah outlook yeah to, to all the points you just made and you, you remember that book eat this not that yeah. right that put that it's to me this not that because you're always making choices yeah life is fraught with choices and the sacrifice to me and the discipline of that mm-hmm. is extraordinarily difficult discipline i think that's my favorite word because it is so hard but once you master yeah. how to be disciplined you can do anything Right? I mean, if you just think about it, like, if That's you kind of figure a second out how to be vitamin there, there, that's a yeah. mega multi yeah. one right there, right? <laughs> and that's one trigger word, discipline, because you know what, Candace? It's not easy for any of us no. that are successful, mm-hmm. especially over a longer period of time. You've made sacrifices, Anne has, I have. It, 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 we don't wake up and say, wow, thanks, Lord. You yeah. gave us everything. It's 2 a.m. I'm yeah, so happy to be awake right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, I think, you know, discipline again and that ability to, to stay the course of that mm-hmm. through temptation. Right. Through any number of things. And yeah. sure, make those other choices, but you're not where you are. Mm-hmm. And you're not receiving the benefits to love work. And you, you talked about work. It's, it's a, it's half of our waking hours. Mm-hmm. It's a third of it's our life, half <laughs> right. of our waking hours. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Discipline is key. So <clears throat> tell us a little bit. What, uh, what's your favorite part about news? Oh, that's all. Well, I'm saying this as the PA farm show is happening right now. <laughs> and okay. You did not bring us milkshakes. I We're going to go back. Lucy was Failure. on our, our Christmas, our first yeah. inaugural Christmas podcast. 
So yeah, I'm gonna have to text her when we're done. I know here. that we was. I didn't her. even we, think about it. Look at where my mind is. Um, I love meeting people. Like being so being out in the community and like engaging with people is so fun to see. Like because I ha- I'm literally in a studio looking at a camera. Right. 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 Like I don't see who's behind it. Right. I even thought about like creating popsicle sticks with people's faces on them. <laughs> so I would be like this <laughs> to is give my you that. Audience, yeah, right. Know. Like yeah. I know my mom live streams it every morning. Yeah. You know <laughs> I know that my grandmother watches, but um. Yeah, so engaging with the community is a lot of fun. Those feel-good stories are really good. But one of the reasons I got into the business is because in a business that can be so horrific and detrimental because you're talking about the awful news of the day, right? right? right. You're talking about the worst of the worst. I just felt like I could make a, I could make some lives better. So whether that's you. you know helping the person who doesn't have a voice have a voice or whether it's just making somebody's day because you shook their hand. Yeah. So. I just felt like there was an opportunity, like that little silver lining where you can change change somebody's life for the better. Yeah. That's really why I got into it. Um, but I just, I, like I said from the beginning, being on TV is fun. It's just like, it's exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm used to it now where I don't really get nervous anymore yeah. because... You know, it happens every day now, but there are all these kids behind us at the farm show as we're broadcasting live for CBS 21 news at noon. And they're like jumping up and down and they're like, hi, look at me. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's, that's a big me deal. Kid. No, that's yeah. a big deal. They're, they're on TV. Yeah. So, and then you love the feel good stories. Like there are so many stories. I love reporting because you get to that personal impact. Right. And there are so many stories where I would just be working by myself, standing behind the camera Crying with the mother on the other side, you know? So it's like you get that personal connection where like sometimes people just need a hug or they just need somebody to listen to That's very special because, and I think that's a huge benefit of local news. Yeah. I I think for, for all the time I spend on digital media, Annie, it's, it's, you know, the heart and soul of your business. Um, the local news, if that left us, and I think we found that out during COVID, like you, mm-hmm. you guys were the lifeline, right? Like what is going on in our in neighborhood when we are coming out of yeah. our houses, right? What was happening? So we would, were it to be gone, we would deeply miss it. I feel, mm-hmm. you know, we might, uh, I'm not saying we don't take local news for granted, but, um, What's I think that's too. the, yes, yes. And I'm sure social media has changed that, mm-hmm. how we get our news, but to hear a journalist, Talk about the compassion and your deep desire, you know, to put the microphone or the camera down and, and hug the, the mm. mom who you just, you know, had to share the story. Uh, that's so inspiring and encouraging. Mm, thank you. And I think that uh, most people, what I love is your perspective. Most people don't feel journalists, and maybe maybe I'm, you know, stereotyping, approach news that way right they feel that it's you know much more antiseptic or it's a, just a career but mm-hmm. you can't help but be affected by every story you cover oh, yeah especially as a reporter I mean I'm on the anchor desk now primarily so I'm not out in the field as right. much but those reporters are out in people's communities every single day so you meet people yeah sometimes at their very lowest point mm-hmm. sometimes at their highest point right but you, I mean, you take on their emotions to a certain mm-hmm. extent where if there are sure. very serious stories at times, like I will grieve over them yeah. and then I'll move on. But you do, yeah. I mean, you take on a lot. So you learn to compartmentalize, which I think is helpful in any job, just learning how to compartmentalize your different emotions for different aspects of your job, of your life. Because, you know, some people are moms, some people yeah. are career women, some people are both. <laughs> so it's like... Learning to like handle the kids side with right. the parents side with, you know, learning to compartmentalize has been helpful. 
No, that's when great. I listen when I listen to you, Candace, this is this is the main parallel to me with what we've lost since COVID. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for you to sit in front of a camera. Yeah. You cannot see mm-hmm. those people. You cannot have empathy. You right. cannot consider a hug. And you walk in today and I've never met you and it the spontaneity of just hugging <laughs> you is like that was your spirit. And so much of that even for me has been lost mm-hmm. because there's just not that people are very removed. They are. And I don't think an office can survive long term without being in the community. Yeah. Right? And this behind the lens stuff takes so many of my superpowers away. Mm. But what I really just, that's not me. I don't want to come to an empty office. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave no, people right, right in front of the camera, right. Yeah, right. which is what video is. So my parallel to that is you can't manufacture that empathy and yeah. that connection and that social aspect of really what makes your heart sing. Yeah. No, that's so true. Because we need each other too. I think that like, I mean, if, I don't know, I need hugs. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody right? does, right? So it's like, yes. you can't, man, you cannot manufacture the human connection, mm-hmm. which is right. needed. And that's, I feel like what we've tried to do. And I love my home more than anyone or mm-hmm. as much as anyone. I don't want to work there. Right. Yeah, I don't I want to go to where people are and see people mm-hmm. and do this. And I said to Anne often in the show, probably saved my life throughout COVID because lots of times it was, it was Anne it was our producer. It was mm-hmm. our team. And if we were lucky, it was a guest. Right. Wow. Right. right. Yeah. So that to me is just next leveling mm-hmm. what it means to, to come back to that human interaction and connection. Yeah. So if you have a young person, college student that is considering a career in media mm-hmm. um, and say TV broadcast, any tips for them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Get ready. We got more my business. First, <laughs> my first would be like just ask wherever you want to work. Ask to shadow. Good. Like, don't need an internship. I mean, if you get one, great. Right. But if, even if you just go for like, can I please shadow you for a week? I think Danielle Breezy said really the same like. thing. I think she did that. Yeah. Very intentional about. Yeah. Uh, you just because you want to see what it's like. Is it right. something that you would even enjoy? The second is advice my mother gave me that I never took. <laughs> And I wish I had. Because you were smarter than her at that point. (laughs) Of course, yeah. Um, I never really got a mentor. And I look back and I was like, I could have been so much more successful faster if I had somebody telling me, you need to do this with your makeup. Right, right. You need to do this with your hair. You need to speak like this. You need to dress like this. Because out of college, I was straight on camera and I was dressing like a college kid. I didn't know. Right. I actually have naturally curly hair. I straighten it for TV because I look older. I look more professional. And I can tame it. Yeah. (laughs) Because my curls are crazy. Yeah. So it's like if I had just asked. Yeah. If I just asked for a Well, see, I don't think... um, We've talked... Monica and I, who, Uh who works for me, we've talked about that... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, when she was in college, um, she didn't know to, that, to introduce herself to the university president. She didn't yeah. know that she could. And right. I said, oh, you should have done A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, no one even told you me. I did not know, know. That, that that was even a possibility yeah. that I should do that. Yeah. So in newsrooms, there, there is no hierarchy where they, they would assign, maybe in the very largest newsrooms, yeah. they assign you like, okay, here's shadow so-and-so for the first six months, or is that, um, or are you kind of just everyone on their own? 
kind of on your own. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like figure it out. Yeah. I mean, you might shadow somebody for a week, but really right. to, so I have a talent coach now Good. who like watches my video with me. We go over things. We talk about angling on TV. We talk about, I mean, things you would know, you, yeah. know, you wouldn't yes. know to yes. talk about. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, people critique you, but I think it's just having somebody in your corner who has your best interest in yeah, mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I think part of it was like, what do you mean a mentor? Like, who do I even ask? And I, that's where I kind of got lost. Yeah. So I wish I just called up a local news station or emailed some local television anchors right. who I watched or yeah. admired. Yeah. And was like, hey, I want to get into this business. Can I grab coffee with you? Yep. Which is so nerve wracking when you're young. Right. But that would but that's bring the way me- when you when you talk about shorten your learning curve, that's the quickest oh way to do that. Yes. And he or she would be able to say, you know, here's five must do's. Yeah. Even now I'm like thinking about this. I need to do it with like some of the anchors <laughs> I, I watch yeah. right now who yeah. I'm like, wow, I just love watching so you. I think how crazy did with Hurricane Schwartz yes, in Philly. I think her okay. class went to like a weather yeah, to tour the station and stuff. That. And she emailed him to thank him and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he says, hey, if I can ever help you. And, you know, it was like, <laughs> she did like way a bread too long. Yeah. And honestly, that's the entire point of this show. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing, Candace. You don't know if there'll be a, a mentor for you yet, right? It's right, like it's like true. a first date, but I think it's as important to know who you don't want to emulate, what you don't yes. want to be. Mm-hmm. And when you look at you changing markets, which you yeah. all do, right? Um, you're very, very transient to get to whatever level you want to be. Imagine the higher stakes mm-hmm. at a place like that where you're pulling up stakes right. and moving there, right? Yeah. So it's just really crucial to me to ask and to know exactly maybe what you don't want to do, right? right. The mm-hmm. podcast is sort of like, let's throw it out there. What can mm-hmm. help you? But mo- most importantly, too, what won't you want to do? Yeah. Oh, I could never yeah. do that. Great. You don't have to. <clears throat> right. Right. You you have to do you. Everybody else is taken. Yeah. And so I do think <laughs> that's a great, great, great mm-hmm. step for anyone out there to do. Yeah, I know. That's a good point. And I think just even making a list, like you said, for, for any college students out there, making a list of the top three people uh, you would like to have coffee with. Yeah. And and prepare some of those questions. And it could, I always tell younger people, make that request for a 15-minute coffee date. Like understand mm-hmm. the value of time for these executives or for, you know, a busy news anchor in a much larger market. Yeah. Let them then turn around and say, oh, you know, I, I can carve out a half an hour. Why don't you come to my office or however that transpires. But it's, it's less intrusive if you say, could I meet you at Cornerstone Coffee House for 15 minutes? I just, I have three questions. Right. And you're not asking uh, to pick their brain, which, which has a connotation of you want everything I've learned for free, although mm-hmm. it just took me 25 years to, to learn <laughs> right. this. But even, even the introduction to all of us at that level is the value. You know, mm-hmm. if you have an email address and they've consented to, you know, answer a couple emails and say, you know, I don't have time for coffee, but, you know, send me three of your questions. Yeah. And then maybe that turns into about, here's the talent coach or business coach I have. How about, you know, do you want to, can I connect you with him or her? And that's, that's a priceless uh, introduction yeah, that's too. that's so true. Well, and you know, there's, I believe in the six degrees of separation where everyone is connected, right? I mean, even just look at, listening to the two of you talk about everybody who knows. <laughs> I mean, Carol grew up with my like father-in-law, right? Yes. So, I mean, yes. Carol's, <laughs> and I'm looking at you saying I said my mother-in-law's that, yeah. name. I said that, yeah. So her father-in-law went to high school with me. So yeah, look isn't at that. that. Bizarre? Chills. 
<laughs> seriously chills. I'm just, yeah, I, I, I hope. Yeah, well, when you look back, this is really important. Like, I'm not transient. I live, right. you know, you somebody said my yes. idea of moving was from Lancaster to Harrisburg, which is about <laughs> 35 miles, right? Yeah. Missed my family even then. But what, what, what would you say, Candace, gave you the resilience to continue on through great sacrifice, through great unknowns, through yeah. great sort of, wow, I hope this is the best move in the yeah. best place. Yeah, I was going to say, even to pick up, build a career you clearly have yeah envisioned in your mind well my family's all in atlanta so i think my like ultimate dream job other than good morning america um (laughs) would probably be anchoring in atlanta where i grew up but i knew i had i knew i couldn't go there straight out of college and i knew i'd have to make some other atlanta's top 10 yeah i mean right so as part of that i just accepted i would have to move and I grew up in Georgia, but went to the University of Alabama. So part of the reason I did that was because I wanted something different. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm also blessed with an outgoing personality. So 100%. Clearly. It's easy clearly. for me. And I learned this early on out of college. I was so lonely for the next six months. And then I was like, I got to get involved. I, ha- Good. I mean, how else am I? I have to just go by myself yeah. and meet people. Good. So each move, I've learned how to get involved. And it may, it's still hard. Like, I don't have any best friends here. Right, you know, I've right. been here for a year. All my best friends are probably from Alabama and South Carolina. But I have good friends here I've developed over yeah. a year. Good. So um, I guess it's like after the first few moves, you just learn how to do it it's normalized it's normalized and I knew that in order to grow my salary and to grow my career and to get promoted I was going to have to do it yeah so I just kind of knew I mean they told me going to the business you're going to have odd hours you'll work holidays and you're going to move a lot and I said okay sign me up yeah so (laughs) and they make planes and trains and cars so I'm lucky that my family travels to see me. I just hosted 12 for Christmas Eve. Anna and I talked about it. I know, it. I know. So, yeah, I've just, I've been blessed with a really loving, good family who has visited me. That's a great support system. Yeah, it works, yeah. And uh, luckily, my husband's come along for the ride. And he says, <laughs> one more move, and then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I want to settle down. Uh, amen. And sacrificing, Amen. Though. That's more, you know, of a mentality. And I think I just didn't ever see that trade-off. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I was just going to try to do whatever it was here. And so I marvel at you. And I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. And I'm connected and just make things happen. I mean, a room of strangers, I'd be hard pressed to go in with Anne to the other room if there's more people I could meet. Right? Yeah, like yeah. that's sort of how I'm built. So it is, but I, but part of that is so unique though, because at times my husband and I are jealous of friends who have been your friends for so long because you live next door to them. Right. You know, we were right. talking about Tom Russell and your husband are great that's friends. Right. Yeah, that's right. So it's like we don't really have that like, community where like we've grown up with these people like all our friends are spread out right um and so i mean we have friends but you know it's just like that is a trade-off of moving so much it is you don't have that community where it's just like yeah down the road like we've known them our whole lives kind of thing so (laughs) it's but you meet fascinating people yeah yeah it's the discipline it's the Mm -hmm. it's 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 absolutely trade-offs yeah so you made a point about you know, being the new person in a community mm-hmm. and realize doing your own self-talk, like I'm going to have to get out of the house. I'm yeah. going to have to go introduce myself to people. That is very uncomfortable to most people. Yes. They don't, 
clearly when you said, you know, you love to be in front of the camera, probably no one ever says that. Right. Not a lot of, either you love it or you hate it. So, which I love. You have a very infectious smile. So you. you should be in front of the camera and you should be the messenger telling us, um, the news, but I know that you're, when you came here, you're very active in junior league. So mm-hmm. learning how the community works and learning who, um, you know, who influencers might be or what organizations do, clearly you sought out the junior league. So tell yeah. us a little bit about, you know, your role there and your passion for that. So I started with junior league in Columbia, South Carolina. I actually wanted to join in Mobile, Alabama, but I wasn't old enough. You <laughs> had to be 25 at the time. I was 22 oh, I straight out of college. That. I didn't yeah, know it's that. different with every state. Yeah. So joined in Columbia, South Carolina when I worked there as a morning anchor and they had like 500 plus women. I mean, wow. it was huge. Oh my word. Still is. And so I was a very tiny fish in a huge pond. Yeah. Um, here, our league is much smaller and COVID changed that a little yeah. bit as well yeah. because we can have in-person events. And I joined as a transfer and then I became the membership director kind oh, of right well, away. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> because <laughs> I know what it's like to be yeah. new and I yeah. want people good. to feel welcome because good, good. if you say, hi, nice to meet you. And then you don't hear from somebody in a month. It's like, did yeah. I even meet anybody? I know. Um, so I wanted to get involved in that. It's an all-women organization focused on women and children. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of different volunteer opportunities. So, And one of my passions, I'll be very honest, is not going out and volunteering. I'm more behind the scenes in that way. I think because I have to be on right, so much right, right. on TV every day. So is it day. more strategic? Like, or planning strategic. events? Or where should you serve? Yeah, yeah. And Good. then just being... And it, I just thought it was a great way to meet other women with good hearts and with different careers too it's neat to meet women from different backgrounds and different careers who are giving back or have different passions so yep I got involved in that and then I left her at church I go to St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Mechanicsburg which ironically my husband was baptized and confirmed at didn't know that when I went there I was like (laughs) I found this church I like (laughs) Um, so that's been a good community just to get to know people there and I love lecturing so yeah, I think those are the main two things. Oh, and then the diaper bank. I got involved in that because I learned Yeah, tell about, us about that. Oh my gosh. I did an interview with them last uh, December of 2021. Yeah, I'm like, what okay. year are we in? <laughs> 2021. And um, I did not know that babies who don't have diapers suffer medical needs. And oh. so like parents will take diapers and like lay them in the window seal to dry out and then reuse them if they can't afford them. Yeah. And you can't buy diapers with WIC. You can't buy them with any federal money. So the diaper bank itself will get grants and they're very very expensive. expensive. Yeah. So we have all these resources for food and for clothing, but a lot of families don't have diapers for their children and you can't take a child to daycare without a diaper because they require diapers to change. So that affects the parents' work. So I, I just, I didn't know it was a need and I didn't know yeah. it was such a big need. Yeah. So the diaper bank works with a lot of local organizations and gives diapers to the organizations where the women and men and parents are already going for help. So it's like something that can get, if they're already receiving help for food or shelter right. or clothing, the diaper bank partners with So is them. that a national thing or is that a it is statewide? National. Is it? Yes. And I then need we to have give some diapers here. to Candace. I need to yeah. do that. I was just, I had no idea it existed. I, I didn't yeah, know. That, that's just, I'm going to do that. Now, I'm, I know that, um, and Annie's going to smile because I'm going to bring up Salvation Army. 
because mm-hmm. I'm board chair there. I know that in our choice food pantry, we do, we have depends for mm-hmm. uh, seniors and we do have diapers. I don't know how many, so I'm going to check into that to see yeah, interesting. if we're one of the repositories one of the from the diaper bank. Yeah, to you see, might be. To see what we... I'm going to be a repository. <laughs> into the there we well, go. Well, there. That's yeah. a... Well, and you see, like to me, I love that chain of how so many people are impacted yeah. in, in a positive way. Yeah. Even right? have no so idea. the Humane Society to me for a dog is like a right. lifelong mm-hmm. um, right. crazy dog lady. And so I think I just love the entire chain of that. Yeah. And it's very, very difficult to be a parent with a, a baby in diapers. Yeah. It just is. It's just a tough But we time. don't think that's a new angle. That's uh, caused me to think about uh, not being able to send a child to daycare if mm-hmm. you don't have enough diapers if you don't have any diapers we think Mm -hmm. of transportation issues for young moms and we think of daycare you know even uh the service of daycare but i don't think that's a very very basic yeah i was i was shocked by it and the part that got me was just that these moms and dads are like putting they're keeping their babies in the diapers longer they should which then leads to a lot of medical issues do you know i'm putting you on the spot no that's fine what's the website for that that our listeners uh healthy steps diaper bank Dot com. Yes. Healthy steps, diaper. Healthy com. steps. Look at that. I don't bring my phone in here. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got to, so. yeah, we've got to do a little deep dive on yeah. that. So thanks for that. Actually, uh, Amanda Barnes info. would be great to have on your show. I'm like putting Good. her out there right yeah. now. Yeah. She would love to talk. because She's become very passionate about it. She's our, I think she's the CEO now, but I didn't intend to get this involved. It just kind of happened. Well, that's obviously well, when you discover. So did you do a story on that's it? That's the Lord Yeah, I did though. a story yeah. on it. That's the like, Lord bringing yeah. that. Yeah. 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 For, for that impact and we're at a minute is that it oh my <laughs> gosh that's went by so fast yeah. okay well, i have two little uh, oh, vitamins, vitamins real quick okay, okay. okay. candace go go my third one for the graduating seniors slash everybody and i'm still trying to do this myself is to ask for what you want good prime example we've never had the farm show live at noon for CBS 21, and we're doing it this year because oh, no, I said, I, love that. I want love, to do this. Love. I think it would be great. Can we please do this? And I asked like five different people and they said, yes. Good. So Good. ask for what you want. And then my last one is a book recommendation by Dana Perino. <gasps> oh, I can't even remember what it's called right now, but I listened to her audiobook and I want to write down and highlight everything because she's so good about educating younger women and even she's me, a great communicator my 30s like what's her dog well she lost oh, her dog yeah. did she uh wait i don't remember what wait, her what name because i thought he was on the cover the book cover with her yes yeah uh, see you had me at the dog now i'm gonna read yeah it. but yeah. wasn't she in politics help me yes right? no she, she was the white um, house press secretary yes, yes for yeah. george oh, bush oh yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. she yep. wanted to do like reporting and then she george was like this w, is not i think way me. back and then she left yep. for family or, or whatever i don't think she she did the whole thing yeah she trained i think she did pr for a while yeah. actually i mean communicating PR. at that level mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's hard. <laughs> Positive relationships. That's, that's right. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I. Yeah. I mean, communicating at that level, you have enough challenge, you know. And mm-hmm. we didn't even. We need another thirty minutes. Come on, <clears throat> we didn't even get to how doing the news in a social media world. Like mm. you aren't taking anything back. You from your news desk, you're not editing out. Like it's live news. Right. 
most people, 99.9% of people are not prepared for that. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely things that I'm like, er, just said that, or <laughs> like I slurred that word, or I went to speech therapy for my R's and my W's. So I know when World War II comes up, I have to focus oh, hard. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So. And what you did to enunciate that is you slowed down, mm-hmm. you put the emphasis on the challenge. Yep. And just beautifully. Thank you. And when we lecture, Yep. That's what happens. Yeah. If you're if you're lecturing well, you know the story. Yes. And I've been reading those same stories since third mm-hmm. grade. Mm-hmm. I know the stories. And that's what we're interpreting. But to do that, we have to emphasize what right. we want them to understand, which is yeah. a newscast. We're just doing it for the Lord. Always Anne. do. <laughs> always do your homework. I yeah. always read all of my scripts. I love it. That's I absolutely love it. That's good for all of us in business to, mm-hmm. you know, be prepared for whether, mm-hmm. pretend it is live news. Yeah. Every, every meeting we have, pretend that it's that meaningful and that important. And I have to give you a shout out because when you came to CBS 21 for our first segment, um, I don't think we had met in person yet. And you were like, hey, Candace. And I was like, am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> she's really early um but i loved it and then i was like i need to be more that was with luke yes i think was it he was the first one yes yes and it was with andrea but yeah coming into the studio very few i love doing that because we get time with you guys and you get a a chance to feel for you know what the story really is Mm -hmm. and a little more in depth than a two and a half minute you know ordinary news segment but uh, you can clearly tell you love your job. And I hope you can tell we love our job. Yes. Um, and I think that's a benefit. That's a give back to younger people or even mid-careers to mm-hmm. understand you can make changes for the, for the aspirational young people. All they need to do is look at you and say, wow, I didn't consider a career in media, but I certainly think I will now. I, yeah. I, I see some great benefit. Anybody in business, we've just got, did we get five business vitamins? Uh, the we discipline, got the intention, <laughs> making the ask. Uh, I love your curiosity. Everyone, I love uh, people that I work with. I, I want their sense of curiosity. I want to know what shadow, I don't know. Shadow yeah. people. Yes. 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 Yeah. So do, and that really goes for, for any, Anything. uh, career industry, mm-hmm. not just the, the media or journalism, but yeah. I would say absolutely make the ask and go up as high as you can to the mm-hmm. CEO and say, can I, you know, have. Right. Uh, meet you for 15 minutes of your time. No is just a two letter word, ladies. It's, yep. it's, it's not, you can find the courage. It's not catastrophic. It's just no. Take mm-hmm. all the power out of it. And yeah. bada boom, bada boom. Is this it? That's all it. right, Candace, thanks for joining Thank us today. You guys. This was so for fun. Learning more about your story. And we're going to watch uh, all your newscasts, which I already do. Uh, where can we find you online? Okay, my Socials. Instagram is candace.scalise. Everything else is Candace Scalise. Okay. S-C-A-L-E-S-E. Correct. Okay. There we I go. I subscribe to that simplicity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It's just Dan <laughs> with an E-Carnathan. That's it. It's just, just, yeah. Yeah. just me. Keep yep. it simple. Thanks. That's actually a thing in the news. Keep it simple. Oh, it simple. is. Yeah. yeah. Simple, not easy. Well, that's good. To keep mm-hmm. it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are savvy, spirited stories of success. So thanks for adding okay. your story to our story. And we look forward to chatting again. Thank you. I Thank loved you. it. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram. And have a high gear day.